Welcome to Ear Biscuits. I'm Link. And I'm Rhett. This week at the round table of dim lighting, we have Elle and Blair Fowler, beauty and fashion vloggers and real life sisters. Their main YouTube channels are All That Glitters 21 and Juicy Star 07, both started in 2008. They've got a combined subscriber base of over 3 million and over 400 million views. And I got to say, I think that these sisters are very, very much responsible for pioneering the style vertical on YouTube that attracts so many advertisers today. Yeah, their makeup tutorials and clothing hauls, among other related videos, keep viewers coming back weekly, but the girls have expanded their online personas to create their own makeup line, Skylark, and handbag line with online retailer Just Fab. They were featured on Teen Vogue, Seventeen, Mary Claire, Marie Claire. I don't, you know, I'm speaking out of school here. I go the with name. Marie, but I don't Marie really Claire. know. Glam, I know Glamour. That's a magazine, as well as New York Times and Wall Street Journal. I mean, that's that's kind of thing. I'm speaking a little out of school here, so I was excited to get the backstory and to understand what makes them tick. You know, they're they're pioneers. They're help, helping shape a medium. Well, because this is a this is a this is a huge deal. I remember the first time I saw a makeup tutorial video. I didn't actually watch it perfectly uh, personally. Perfectly, but I, I saw your the, makeup wasn't perfect. No, was I saw a thumbnail for it. And I was like, mm, that's weird. And it was probably one of these. Was probably either Blair or L. I don't remember. And then I started seeing more and more. And just to give you some perspective, if you watch YouTube videos on a regular basis, you already know that this is a huge slice of the audience. This is a huge slice of YouTube and online video in general uh, is the beauty and fashion uh, videos. But this is such a big thing that there are people like the Fowler sisters, like Michelle Fon, who have built empires around these videos that started as girls in their bedroom telling you how to put on makeup. Yeah, and as a listener, you may not be into this type of content, style hauls, makeup, fashion, and the like. I mean, but it's still a great listen because as I said, I feel like I really gained insight into two of the people who are shaping an entire world of content. Mm -hmm. it's, it's truly a phenomenon and it's something to be reckoned with. Right. We talked to them about dealing with online hate. Do, do they get an unusual amount because of what they do? Uh, we talked about their relationships, you know, the struggle of being online for so long and being out there in the public eye, keeping those relationships private, and then what happens if they become very public? And plus their relationship with each other. I mean, uh, there's got to be competition there. What are the what are the similarities between the two of them, the differences? I, you know, it was fun to explore that, as well as answering critics who say that their content is too superficial. Mm -hmm. Should they be doing more? Is there a sense of responsibility there? We'll That's get into all that and more. Here it is, our Ear Biscuit with the Fowler Sisters. Rhett and I, we do wear makeup quite, in, in quite some of our videos. Quite a bit. Well, I wasn't going to say quite a bit. I was going to say, like, if sometimes if we have to. I'm going to be Like if truthful. I have a shaving accident and then we're shooting a GMM, I'm like... The makeup has to happen. Oh, I don't. I'm gonna come right out and tell you, I wear makeup on every episode of Good Mythical Morning. You see how greasy my forehead and nose is? Well, you don't have to tell me. I was just gonna I, cover for you. I mean, <laughs> you know, I cover myself with makeup every so, time we get ready to film, but I don't really know what I'm doing. So at this point, it is, it's is when you can say, guys, it's okay to wear makeup. Well, you know, it's totally fine if you'd like to wear makeup, but 
I, I can say that I have been around a lot of guys on YouTube that like to film wearing makeup. Yeah, and what she do you? Has what a do you? Story. What do you? Th- I don't. Oh well. No, I don't. What do you think of that? And tell me the story that you're saying you now don't have. No, I, I think it's totally fine. I think especially if you can joke about it, but then if someone comments and is like, wow, you look like you're wearing makeup and you get all defensive and you're like, right. oh my gosh, I would never do that. All that. I just sit there and I'm just like, oh, you wouldn't? I watched Ooh. you. Why wouldn't you wear makeup on camera though? Like I think I it's completely normal for guys to wear it on camera. Uh, now in your everyday life, that's up to you. I don't do that. You get to make your own decisions. I don't wear makeup in my everyday life. I'm you don't look very shiny. Hashtag so individual. He doesn't look shiny because he's wearing makeup. That's what <laughs> yeah. I'm saying. Oh, no, wow. you know, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I washed my face this afternoon or something. Now, I will say, I washed my face 10 minutes ago. Okay, so there you go. You did? Yeah, I did. You washed your face for us? I washed my face for you. <laughs> you got to felt... you, you understand something about Link, though. I, I want to say habit. you should, you can, you can be flattered and you should be flattered, but Link will wash his face like, sometimes I'll be like, where is he? And then I'm like, oh, he's in, his, in the bathroom washing his face. I think he's addicted to it. And th- that's kind and of... And tell him it's not good for his face to wash overwash his face. Y'all know this. His right? face looks good, though. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe we should wash ours more. Yeah, I probably should. I, mm. <laughs> but I I mean, you apply makeup. Yeah, okay. I wear some makeup in Good Mythical Morning if I'm like real shiny. But if? sometimes I'll... Okay, every time. <laughs> but I will... Just also, a little bit, though. I want just to be, a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. It's not yeah. like... Well, it's not like eyeliner. Just, no. We love. We don't wear lipstick and eyeliner. Like <laughs> yeah, we could just that's turn it into look. a pirate show. Yeah, that's a good look because um, it is a mythical morning. It did. It, it is. Pirates aren't mythical, L. They're real. <laughs> that would be like, yeah, <laughs> that'd be like if you were like, we're going to turn you into a unicorn. That would make sense. Well, those types of pirates morning. are a little bit. I mean, yeah. eye, eyeliner pirates. If you yeah. go to Ethiopia off the coast of Ethiopia, they're not wearing eyeliner. No, I mean like Captain Jack Sparrow. Yeah, I mean, I understand. In my dreams. That's what they look like. Tell me about the story of the guy who de- denied wearing makeup now that we've come clean. I think if you... Elle threw you under the bus. She was like, Elle, Blair has a story. To. No, um, I think it's uh, something that... You're not going to say who it was, is no. that? No, but you could probably, I mean, if I gave you three guesses and the first two didn't count, you'd still probably be able to get it. So well, I get three guesses? This but, is dangerous. You, yeah. Usually, usually it doesn't. We don't put somebody this on the spot until later yeah, on in the year. Kind of early. So we'll let you off the hook. We'll come back to that. But yeah, okay. I mean, in in all seriousness, I'm not ashamed of the fact that yeah, we wear powder. I mean, I don't wear as much as a as an anchor, like a news anchor. But this is our. This is how <laughs> I was we. Thinking of an anchor. <laughs> Yeah, because we were talking about pirates. This is yeah. our yes. this is this is our effort to try to connect with your content because you know oh. it's it's because you talk about well, makeup. We do a lot more than just makeup. Oh, really? Like fashion? <laughs> I know yeah. you do. I'm not being facetious. I know you do. I do book reviews sometimes. I do cooking videos sometimes. I make videos on my cat sometimes. I make videos on my dog sometimes. This world is expanding very quickly. Yep. But you don't I do, have I do home decor videos sometimes. But if you have makeup advice for us, you feel free to give it at any point. I well, mean, what type of translucent powder? Well, are you using translucent? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's uh, step one, which is pretty good. It's rice powder. Oh, well, he's like unique. Yeah. Okay. What do you use? Rice powder. I use. I use thing. his makeup. Is it? Oh, you guys share. Is is it? Is that loose is that or bad? Is it pressed? Is it loose or pressed? Loose. It's loose. Is that? <laughs> you no, use a brush. No. I don't. I use some sort of little. It's like a, a pad of kind. Something. Uh, okay. What? What do you? What is the? Uh? I would. I, Pads are questionable. Yeah. 
I would use a brush. Yeah, same. But a different brush. You should use a different brush than him. Yeah, because his oil will go onto your face. Mm-hmm. And then you guys will both be oily. That's already happening. Yeah. He gets my oil all the time. That's been happening for three to five years. <laughs> it's as it turns out, that. I guess. That's why he's addicted to washing his face. I, yeah. I did notice. Trying to get your oil off my face. I did notice Gross. that if we make a video where we hire a makeup artist, you know, like a some narrative video where we're in music video or whatever, and they do other stuff yeah. with brushes. But then if we do, we're doing GMM, I'm like, I don't want to just be Mr. Shiny Man. So I'm just like, but I'm patting it down a little bit. How often do you change that pad, though? When the makeup runs out. It comes with the makeup. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah no, no. That. <laughs> yeah, no. The amount of bacteria that is harvested on that pad is... A lot. Well, we like don't, a we, lot. We don't really? harvest it. <laughs> no. We it, leave it on the pad. I, I promise you it's harvesting itself. It's harvesting itself. But it's good bacteria, no, right? No, like the kind really that bad. is in yogurt. But like their skin is clearer than yeah, ours. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm like, well, what are you doing right? They're using rice paper powder. <laughs> 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 we are using rice, rice powder. Yeah. Rice paper is a MAC eyeshadow color. Yeah. That's the same color as rice powder. Yeah. So I need to be Full using a, a brush. You need a brush and you, yeah, you need to not use that pad. We should just yeah. throw it away. Remember when Julian Smith gave us this really long tutorial on wearing makeup and he said, my aunt told me you're supposed to wash your face, moisturize your face, Thoroughly, and then put rice powder on top of that, and this—that's why you use it. I feel okay. like ants use rice powder, like our ants do. Probably, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I use it. I mean, I think I mean, it's, it's just because I just working. went and bought to it to take the sheen off, man. No, I know that, but I don't know why I chose that. Because I was like, I don't want something with color on it, because I don't want it to look like I have makeup on. Right. And it seemed like yeah, it was translucent. Yeah. Let, let, can we, we could talk, talk about this all night? Yeah, actually, actually, we can. I've pretty much run out. Okay, all right. Yeah, can we instead talk about, um, I think our other point of connection is the South. Now, yes. y'all are from Tennessee, Tennessee, right? We sure are. So whereabouts? And where do you live now? We live in LA. Okay. Yeah. Do you live together? We live in the same building, different units. We used it was to live little, together. It was a little we too close to be in the same apartment. We weren't very good roommates. We tried so hard. We just, we didn't make it. Yeah. If we, we were failed. a couple, we would have broken up. Okay. Yep. Okay. divorce. Explain that. Uh, tell me that conversation. We're just, we're just very different people. As like girly as we both are, we're just incredibly You different. know what it is? We both are OCD with neatness, but only hmm. with like the way we want to keep things neat. So... We constantly were arguing over, like, the same type of thing because we wanted to keep things organized differently. Like, we just, like, are very different on so many things. We just, we needed our own space. So we got our own space. And now now we're, like, best friends again. Yep. Sometimes that's the way it works. How bad did it get? We, like, screamed at each other. We never screamed at each other. I screamed at you. She screams at me. Yeah, maybe I screamed at you in my mind. So that's another difference. You're a screamer. I'm not a screamer. Elle is not a screamer. (laughs) Do I ever scream? Have you? Did you? <laughs> have you ever hit? Have you ever hit each other? No. Okay. But so, what was the fight over that broke the camel's back? Uh, it was probably over that little cabinet in our hallway, in between our bedrooms, that oh, I that wanted cabinet. to turn into a coffee bar, and oh you wanted to gosh, hold our towels that was there. So stupid! Why do you need a coffee bar upstairs when there's one downstairs? Can you not walk down? <laughs> it's a flight like of stairs. the perfect little corner. It would make no sense. It would have been the coffee so upstairs. Cute. We would have had to buy another it coffee maker. So cute. I do no, think that would be a, a little excessive. Hold. It would have been cute. You know, we needed a place for our coffee mug collection that we both collect, so it's half your problem. Okay, but we had a place in the kitchen cabinet above the coffee maker. Who moved out? Me. 
Okay. So and does is, that mean you the, were wrong? No, it means I was very right. Well, technically, we both moved out because yeah. our lease ended, and but it was her. She's the one that was like, I'm moving. I mean, our sister. lease was ended for a while, and we were doing like month to month because yeah. we can't get our stuff together. And no. so, But the conversation to let's not continue to live together, was it your idea? Blair? You know what, though? I, think I have we, to say it kind of the chips fell into our lap yeah. to do that because we were kind of discussing getting our own places, but we were also at the same time looking for condos together. Like we were still going to buy mm-hmm. a place together. And then we just happened to find a building that had two individual condos within our price budget mm. in the same building. It just kind of happened. But the being in the same uh, building, that's pretty cool. Yeah, we can still have coffee together every We morning. have coffee together all the time. I was going to say, how often are you in each other's apartments? Every day. We got our nails done today together. Yeah, look at my nails. It's better than ours, I'll tell you yeah. that much. None of them are the same, and they all have a character on them. Yep. Yes. And Mine did you a make cat. a video about this? Not yet. We got them in honor of Teen Choice Awards. See, we have little TCA bubbles. TCA. Were you nominated? Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. And when did when did that happen? That was just Sunday. like okay. Well, they're well, this Sunday. They're this oh, Sunday. The, 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 the awards yeah. are when this were Sunday. We, they they just a few days ago. We found ago. out, yeah, recently like last four weekend, days ago. Or maybe. Monday. Yeah. So does the uh the red carpet now, first of all, for women versus men, I mean the red carpet is a dudes just wear a suit, right? You know, and for girls, it's like it's a big deal. Everybody's gonna be looking at you. The pressure is on. I mean, this is like heightened expectations. Thanks. So, how do you meet those expectations? We, we took them. risks yeah. with our, dress our dresses this year. This year. They're, they're, they're risky. a risk. They're not in what quite, way? They're it's, not quite like it might fall choice. off. Or no, no. <laughs> I mean maybe <laughs> mine. Well, yeah, yours might. Yeah. Um, no, it's just every red carpet event has a style. They all have like a reputation for the type of dresses. You're like the see range on the that you should be yeah, in. Exactly. Like the Oscars are everyone's going to be in a in full gowns. length ball gown, right. and then the Teen Choice typically you wear little short, a shorter, like summery, summery dress, kind of casual. Billboard Awards, you can get away with anything you yeah. want. Yeah. It's a whole range. So we kind of went a little bit outside of what would typically be seen at Teen Choice. Now, I will tell you one thing. By the time people are listening to this, it will have happened. Okay? So they can, they're Googling right okay. now. So <laughs> okay. I would love they're Googling for, and judging. And, and, I hope and, I don't have a fashion mistake. And we're not going to tell anybody any details from this. So okay. I would love to know the approach that you're bringing to this. Okay. And how you think so, people responded to it. So we, well, we, I'll pull up your picture so they can see it and help describe. So oh, wow. we are being dressed by a really awesome designer, Michael Costello. So we went into his showroom and tried on a ton of different dresses. And we walked in. We were driving there together. And yeah. we said, we have to, we can do anything we want, but we have to pick short dresses. Like, yeah. you don't see long dresses at Teen Choice. It's a summery event. It's casual. And it's teens. A lot of teens are young and youthful. They don't wear gowns. You're not doing short dresses. No. Nope. You're doing tight dresses. They are tight. Well, we are, <laughs> we're a little bit known for our bodycon tight dresses. We pretty much always wear tight dresses. So mine is like a hot neon yellow with a really low back and mm-hmm. an awesome like train that then goes into this black fishnet. And it's so cool. And so then, that's so why got, my nails are neon you've yellow. You've got like neon yellow and then Elle's got like hot pink. N- hot hot pink. pink. It's kind of like you got you to gotta squint when you look directly at the dress. Is there yeah, glue involved in this? Yeah, I'm going to have I'm going to have to have tape on the sides because when I like lean forward it looks like it's really tight but it actually this area just kind of 
And I like can't wear anything under it because it doesn't have a back. What is this glue stuff? We we actually were just talking well, about this the other day. Fashion tape. Yeah, fashion yeah. tape. So it's basically you know like that double sided tape you can buy at the store for like Christmas presents. It's okay. Basically like that. It's but not it's, glue. It's not no. butt no. glue. No. What's butt glue? Butt glue is what it's like a you spray. spray on. Yeah. Oh, hairspray. No, it's the, it's a spray. They actually have called butt oh. glue for pageants. And it keeps your. Uh, underwear from yeah. it, it keeps going your, up your it crack. keeps you when you during the swimsuit competition part of the yeah. pageants it keeps it from going up the crack. I don't know if you could spray that on dresses though. It might like mess it up. So fashion tape you'd works have, perfectly. You'd have like a like a wet spot. Yeah. You don't want a wet spot. No. You know, Ooh. you just well, and I also don't know if it'd be strong enough. No, we need some hardcore fashion yeah, tape. Yeah, our hold fashion this tape on. like it hurts to peel it off your skin. Like it it peels my spray tan off. Cuz her dress her dress has these <laughs> like little tiny straps that are the only thing holding on her dress and the way her dress is is that she slips into the the straps with her arms straight. So if she leaned forward, if her I entire lean, dress would just come off lean, this way. If I like let my shoulders slouch, it literally just like it just come falls. off. It's not like a sleeve, like a typical sleeve where it comes from your back. How are you gonna keep track of that? All I'm night? just gonna keep my, using fashion day. Yeah, I'm gonna keep my shoulders back, chest out. You know, fashion tape stuck. Fashion and tape and what happens when you? I mean, it won't. When you win and you have to go oh. up there. Well, we've been nominated for three years and we we've never won, won yet. So. so chances are, you know, who's to say? Who, but who are you up are against in this category? Um, Michelle Thon. Bethany Moda. Graveyard Girl. Miss uh, Glamorazzi. Glamorazzi. Zoella. Yeah. Okay. So good competition. Amazing yeah. competition. We've never been up against other beauty gurus before it's we've always ever been, been like random web stars and they put Rebecca you Rebecca Black beat us the first year yes really and yep. but they put really? you two together yeah yeah we've always been nominated together as a duo which is great because, because then one of us can't win well neither of us have ever we've never won so even together yeah, but maybe but like, if we weren't together one of us would have won oh I didn't say <laughs> me I said one of us uh-huh okay all right well we'll let you guys work on that later when you <laughs> figure out the coffee bar so let's go back to Tennessee <laughs> okay and continue the thread of being individuals, but then also having lived life together. So how did it all start? Well, we were born in Georgia. Okay. So, so was I. Where are you? What part? This is not Macon. about you. No way. We're from Augusta. We're from Augusta. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Georgia. Hell yeah. Where are you at, brother? Huh? Not Georgia. I'm 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 interested in their story. <laughs> okay. Well, I gotta tell them I was born in the same state. Yeah, that's I can, so you can't cool. expect me to hold that kind of stuff back, man. <laughs> yeah, no. That's so cool. We were born in Georgia. We lived there for until I was in fifth grade. And then we moved to New Orleans for a year and then we moved to Tennessee. So we weren't until we weren't in Tennessee till I was in middle school, and then we went over to Tennessee, and then Elle went to college. And when she came back, it was between her sophomore and junior year. Sophomore and junior college. year of college, I started YouTube. I was so why. bored. I was so bored. So I was home from college, and I was bored out of my mind. You know, I had been in college for two years. I was in a sorority. I was living my life, like thinking my life was just the best thing ever. And then I came back for the summer, and there was just nothing for me to do all summer. So I was like, I need a hobby. And so I decided Naturally. to film myself putting on makeup. And now this was before that that was a cool thing to do. I mean, this really like wasn't, it wasn't really a thing. It was summer of 2008 and there weren't, you know, okay, really so other people doing it. Okay, so two years into YouTube-ish, but no one was- There were a there few were girls. We girls. were not the very first girls. But in terms of it being a community- You didn't see them It wasn't doing really it. yet. Okay. Yeah. The beauty community, the way it is now, wasn't a thing. Wasn't existent. Yeah. Why was that what you did? What made you say, "I'm going to make this type of video"? 
Well, I've always been in love with beauty and fashion. Our mom is really girly. So mom taught us to wear makeup when we were really young. And she wasn't like a pageant mom. She just was very girly. They actually girly wouldn't let me be yeah. in a pageant. She's I begged like my entire, mom. from the like as young as I can remember until I was like 16, I begged them to let me be in pageants. Mm-hmm. And they always said no. And now looking back, I'm fine with it. But at the time, I was very upset. Huh. Yeah. Anyway, so they weren't pageant parents, no. but I wish they had been. <laughs> I wanted them to but be. But you were schooled in the ways of makeup from a very young age. Yes. Like, on special occasions, she'd put a little blush on us. I was like, wearing a full face of makeup to school every day by the time I was in sixth grade and curling my hair yeah, for I school wasn't. every single morning. I was that girl. Really? I would have hair rollers, like, in my hair every morning when I was, like, 11. Yeah. I look back on that, and I'm like, what kind of 11-year-old was I? <laughs> Well, I mean, and what's the answer? The kind that turns into a beauty guru when she grows up. Yeah, the kind that comes home from college and doesn't really have anything to do. And she's like, I'm going to film videos of myself putting on makeup. Were you trying to be somebody or were you just, was it, you were just really into it? I I definitely wasn't trying to be somebody. In fact, I didn't know at that point that you could be somebody. Mm -hmm. I mean, this was before I was even aware of the YouTube partner. Even amongst your friends. I mean, like. No, no. No, none of our friends. Our friends didn't know for a year. For a long time. Yeah, it took us a year to tell them, and we, we didn't it was tell weird them. Because at the time, it was, them. it was a bit weirder than it is now. Well, I actually, right. I, I, I was asking the question as an 11-year-old. I was still back there oh, asking oh. when you would put your hair in curlers and invest that amount of time in makeup and curlers, and you're asking yourself, what kind of 11-year-old was I? Do you have an answer now as to what your motives were then? Was it, I'm just really into this as a hobby, or was it you were after the results? She wanted to look pretty for the boys at school. Did I you think, want to look pretty for the boys at school? I think that actually was it. Yeah, it was. I That's think why I started was. wearing makeup. I mean, I didn't really start wearing makeup, but I was also really into it. Yeah. I liked it, and I, I didn't resent the process. I mean, I liked getting up early in order to do it, but at the end of the day, it was because I had a crush. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who, who was this? Yeah, who was it? His name was Josh, and if my friend Teddy is listening to this, <laughs> she's going to die. You know what, though? Can I just say that my say. first, first crush of life, the, yeah. the crush I had in kindergarten, the first boy I ever liked in this world, I'm still friends with. What's his name? His name is Stone, and he's one of my of best friends. Of course, you liked still. him. Yeah, yeah, he's one of my best friends still. But what, when you when you Facebook Josh, you know nice. all of my crushes. It's nice, except <laughs> my college crushes, because by then they're. I mean, by the time you're in college, you're pretty much an adult. You, I mean, you're you're kind of who you're going to be. Yeah, but like wow. the crushes I had when I was really small, with the exception of Stone, he's still really cute. Hi, Stone. He's probably listening. But other than him, they're all weird. Every single one of them. Every single one of them. So your judgment yeah. was clouded. No, I think it. I think it goes to show that you don't want to peek in middle or high school. <laughs> no, seriously. No, I know what you no, mean. No, I'm being dead yeah. serious. All the yeah. kids that were like so popular and you wanted nothing more than to be like their best friend and stuff. Like, have you Slash looked them their up? Girlfriend. Yeah, have you looked them up on Facebook? Like, it's it goes to show it's okay. Not to be like the most popular kid in middle and high school because you might be sitting in Los Angeles doing a podcast and be cool one day. So you, so Blair, you're saying you were not popular. No, Blair was always like so pretty though. She doesn't I, even know what she's talking about. Except when she was two. But then she was really cute. She had a little bowl cut and I she did. had no my, teeth. For some reason, my mother thought it was a good idea to give me a bowl cut. Like one you where had they, the cutest they bowl put cut. the bowl on your head and shave up to the bowl. Like it a legit so boy cute. bowl cut. Maybe she got confused. Maybe, uh, maybe it's a possibility. I think, I think the little boy in front of me got it done, and my mom was like, "Oh, it's so cute! They put a bowl on your head," and I was like, "I want a bowl on my head," and that's probably how it happened. So back to junior year in college, or before junior year. Yeah, you come back home. You, you're still you still have a love for 
putting mm-hmm. on the makeup. And so that was your first instinct well, to the type of YouTube video you were going to make. Well, and she also, we live in such a small town. There wasn't a Sephora or anything like that. We had drugstore makeup. That's it. But if you wanted to invest in higher end makeup, like you had to order it Chanel online. or something like that, you had to order it online. But when you would go read the reviews, you never really knew who was reviewing it. It could have been a salesperson for the company. And mm. it I was mean, I of, wasn't thinking that deep. I probably I didn't know enough about the process to think it was a salesperson. I just didn't think there was a really good way to order products online. But your so first video was a tutorial. It was so bad. It's not up anymore. It's a yellow oh. eyeshadow tutorial. Who wears yellow on their eyes, honestly? I mean, you've done a couple yellow you know eyeshadow what? tutorials. You know what? Bringing a full circle, I use the color rice paper. I'm not really? even kidding. And that's okay. yep, that's the color that I used in that in that tutorial. Really? Yep. And I didn't talk. It was a silent video. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, and there was, was like no music great. or anything. It nope. was literally. This was back no when sound YouTube videos were bad, though. I mean, the quality well, of videos there wasn't, back there then. wasn't sound, but the sound was not, the audio wasn't taken down to zero. It was just, it was, just, it was like, just what was recorded. The silence. The, like, okay. Like, you didn't just like, it's very slight brushing yeah. sounds yeah, and like stuff me, like that. Like living my life. Like breathing. Yeah. Maybe a coffee or there. No. It's like you didn't know the webcam was running. Exactly. And I wasn't looking at the webcam. Yeah, I, no, I don't look at it side. at all. It's almost like someone put a, a hidden camera in, except it was me. I put a hidden <laughs> and camera in. And uploaded it to the internet. <laughs> and then I put it up. And I got 10 subscribers overnight. And I'm like, people are weird. Like, and how long until you made she, your first YouTube well, video, Well, she didn't Blair. tell me about it for maybe like a week that she had put mm-hmm. up a video. And then I remember she came into my room at like 3 a.m. She was like, I need to make you a username. And I was like, what? And she was like, I'm going to make you a YouTube account. And I was like, okay. This was after your video posted. You got 10 subscribers. You're like, you're getting in on this. I was like, it's the most fun thing ever. I'm going to film you putting on makeup. And she goes, um, excuse me? No. I was like, you can post videos of you doing things in your bedroom by yourself on the internet, but I'm not going to. (laughs) So she made my, my username juicy star zero seven i have her to thank for that which now looking back on it it sounded good what what was the thought process behind that she She asked me she was like she was like well what do you want and like for your username and she was sitting on the end of my bed and right like behind her was my coat rack with my juicy couture purse and i was like i like juicy couture and she was like okay juicy juicy star and juicy star was taken so we had a juicy but not oh seven so you go you go back to college and well, yeah, and I didn't have a computer or any way to film videos. So for the first year or for the first six months, I would only film like Elle came back for fall break and then Thanksgiving break. And so I filmed a couple videos and then she edited and uploaded them for me, like spaced them out a little bit so that it looked like I could have been doing it. I'm a good big it. sister. I'm responsible for her channel. Yeah. Now, but what are your parents thinking at this point? My mom knew about it from the first night. Blair didn't, but my mom did. Like she was in on it. She watched the little yellow eyeshadow look. The night I put it up, she thought it was weird, but she was supportive. Our parents have been supportive since the very, very beginning. Like, yeah. weirdly supportive. Like, it's a weird thing your kids are doing, especially and, back then, because it wasn't a thing. Right. There was it's no a reference thing point. now. Yeah. Exactly. It wasn't back then. It was How did it start weird. to catch on? Was it, it was slow? Slow growth or something? It was slow, but, you know, it wasn't that slow. Like, looking back on it, it wasn't that slow. Yeah. Well, I was working at a fast food restaurant this whole time. So, because— She was on Wiener's. I was. I was the star of the Wiener Grill. What restaurant? It's called Pals. Pals. It's like basically like the In N Out burger of but they like make Tennessee. Hot dogs, but they and call we have hot winners. dogs. But they're yeah, when you order it, when you're like on loudspeaker, you have to call out like Wiener. And like she really? was the Wiener girl. What does that do for your reputation in a small town to be the Wiener girl? You know something she liked. <laughs> no, I mean really online were my only like friends. 
That sounds so sad to say, but like seriously, yeah, like I didn't really Blair. have anyone in town that I was like Blair. talking to except the people that worked at Pals with me and they were awesome. They were like, yeah. So I was working at the fast food restaurant and I saved up money over the course of the summer and up until Christmas for half of like the price of a MacBook. So then for Christmas, my parents paid the additional money. And so I got my own computer and was able to start making my own videos, which was really exciting. And for some reason, I was like, you got really addicted. You really put up a video addicted. every single day for like 90 days, which was like unheard of at this point. And no they one were was all, doing daily videos. Like, I look back at it. And 90 were, days? Yeah, they were all really they good, were videos. good videos. Like they were all like how to give yourself a French manicure. And I look back and I can't do it's it to myself still like anymore. the best how to do a French manicure video that exists like that I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. And I was waking up. But it well, wasn't immediate traction with those. It was just I mean, it wasn't like the views were going through the roof, or were they? Um, that yeah, that's when they started. That's to get, when like, Juicy exciting. Star became Juicy Star. Was that okay. during that ninety day time period? Yeah, okay. that was when she had her rainbow room. And a lot of times when people think of Juicy Star 07, they think of like her in that time period. Yeah. And Not what to were say you, you thinking? Too young or anything like that. And L, what were I mean, you thinking when this when this started that. taking off? Were you like, well, hold on now a second? I mean, I got you started, but uh, well, I was still like. Because I had been doing it for six months before her. So even when this was happening, I was still way above her. She ended up passing me later on. But at this point, it was still like she was. Now, also, we didn't mention we hadn't told anyone we were sisters at this oh, point. Oh, yeah. You we two didn't, didn't know that we were related. Looking back on it, I don't remember why we did that. Part of me thinks maybe we were trying to be like safe on the internet. We were. That's Is what, that what it, was? it was. It wasn't any reason other than just... Also, we didn't think it was going to be a big thing. So we didn't tell people. And then there was a conspiracy that came out. And it was like, um, Ellen Blair Fowler are the, same are the person. new. They're the new lonely girl. They're the same they're person. They're the same person. That's what it was. This was right around the time of the lonely girl thing. Did yeah. you address yeah. it? Yeah. And we were like, we're, we're not, not lonely the same girl. person. They're like, people would be watching my videos and be like, last time I saw you, you had blonde hair. And mm-hmm. I was like, well, that wasn't me that wasn't my channel that wasn't my video like but you didn't say that was my sister not well, yet no not yet but then people started they they found out i mean we lived in the same house like with the same animals so you know with the same funny? little sister <laughs> the same animals is funny but we never showed anything outside of our own individual bedroom so you wouldn't have known it was the same house necessarily yeah. and really i only showed the cats and you only showed the dogs i yeah. mean we could have kept it secret mm-hmm. except for the fact that we have the exact same voice and we sometimes look like we're wearing a wig in each other's color well this is an interesting thing because having just started to express yourself on youtube and then finding that you have an audience and finding that you you're becoming really, really popular and that you're starting to become scrutinized, you know, and this is a good example of it. I think it goes even further in terms of criticism, which we want to talk about, but figuring out what's the, what's the line of privacy, like even a quick Wikipedia search, you can kind of see, okay, people talk about what are their real names? Mm -hmm. I mean, you tell the story, but there's question about, well, those aren't their real names. Their legal names are different. Mm -hmm. And at some point you have to make a decision Are we going to address this? Mm -hmm. When we first started, I wanted to be incredibly private. I've always been a super private person. I'm a private person, but I never did this seeking celebrity in any sense of the word. I wanted to keep my online persona completely separate from my real life persona. And when I started, I didn't know that was unrealistic. I mean, I didn't know what path my my channel was going to take. Blair 
wasn't like that at all. If she hadn't been my sister, I probably would have been able to keep a lot more things private. A lot of the things that came out about us happened because <laughs> this one here did interviews where she was like, we're from Kingsport, Tennessee, <laughs> and our moms are Scott Melissa Fowler, and like all this stuff that like I would have never put out there. If people don't know how to track you, they can't track right. you. Well, this one here made it real easy to track us. I mean, you could find our address because of this one here doing interviews. You install so, it in so our if, So Elle and Blair are the names. So Elle was my nickname anyway. That was the name I was going by in college. It was short for L for Lisa. And I've talked about how Lisa is my legal name in like yeah. a video a very long time ago. I don't bring it up a lot anymore because at this point, it's controversy that's followed us for six years. Yeah. But that's how it started. And I thought, you know what? I'm doing this channel. I'm not putting my last name out there. I'm just going to go by my nickname. Like, why go by Lisa when I'm going by L anyway? And when, for privacy reasons, it makes more sense regardless. So I went by L. And then and I'm glad I did because that's what I go by. Since she had gone by a nickname, I was like, well, I'm going to go by a different name. And, yep. and Blair was not my nickname before this, just throwing it out there. But I never had gone by my first name, Laura. I had always gone by my middle name, Elizabeth. So I've always just had a very odd name. She has like, because when she decided to go by Elizabeth, which she was a couple years old when this happened. Yeah, and I told him I would only respond to Elizabeth. I still mm-hmm. called her Laura for a really long time, but I was the only person that did it. Yeah. And so she always so had So you a let weird- her through with Laura. Only her, but yeah. I think I just I, – I don't think we actually talked enough for me to care. We weren't close growing up. Yeah. Which, you know, we were five years apart. We were never in the same school yeah. at the same time. We didn't have any friends that overlapped. And honestly, our personalities weren't ones that made us get along easily. The funny thing is, though, she slept in the same bed as me. Yeah. Her entire child, like her entire life. Like you slept together? Yeah. Yeah. Like she had her own bedroom, but she would come and get in bed with me every every single night night. until I went to college. We like wouldn't. But when you were awake, you were not. You wouldn't acknowledge it. Isn't that weird? Like a little bit. Mom brings that up now and she's like, that's how I always knew that you guys had potential to be friends one day is you guys you slept clearly in the same like bed. loved each other as sisters oh i was it's just i was just scared of the but dark the fact that i let you sleep with me every night when i was like in high school so was the first relationship initiative when you said i'm making a youtube account for you and i'm gonna i did this now you need to do it is that when you guys started to yeah. be friends yep yeah youtube but it wasn't until so we started being friends like she filmed like my first couple videos and edited them for me and stuff like that. But we still didn't get along at all. But we still, all. like, even, I wish we had kept the raw footage of those videos because it probably would have been me, like, Us, rolling like, my yeah. eyes at you. And, like, we still weren't really friends, but then. Well, and we put up a sister video together. And you can tell if you watch it now, like, we can tell looking back on it. We were. How not close we were. We weren't, like, we mm. weren't even, like, friends. We, we didn't even have fun filming that video. No, that video was hard to film. But back to the name thing, whenever you were going by L, then you were like, well, I'm going to go by Blair. Yeah, well, and she was, she was older when, like, she was, had lived off for two years from our parents. I had just turned 15. So when I was starting it, my parents were like, you know, you are still very young. Yeah, our parents told her she needed to go by. They were like, just go by. They were like, just go by a nickname or a screen name. Just go by Juicy Star then. And I was like, guys, I'm gonna go by Blair because I'm cool. What was the transition personally? Because well, online as that started to grow, you were only known as Blair, right? But I it, feel personally, like I called you Blair from the day you started your YouTube. Like you I switched from like Laura to Blair. Yeah, and she had never called me and skipped Elizabeth entirely. I never felt comfortable calling her Elizabeth, but I was the only 
person. She went by Elizabeth yeah. with everyone else in her life at this yeah. point. But everyone now calls you Blair. Yeah. Personally. Everyone. Like your parents. Everyone. Yeah. And it's funny because I actually took a guy home like maybe a year ago. And he ended up like after he had like met my parents and stuff, we were just like sitting watching a movie or something. And he was like, you know, I have to say. I didn't believe you when you told me that your parents called you Blair. And I was like, it kind of made her mad. I was like, why would I lie about that? Like, Mm -hmm. I would have told, you're my boyfriend. I would have told you if like, (laughs) you know. You know, I'll tell you this. I think for some people, they can look at our name story and think it's weird as heck and be like, I don't understand. There's no way they go by those names in real life. They're they're not their names. But But the thing is, they they are, are. first of all. And second of all, our family, like I said, have always been weird with names. Mm -hmm. We're a huge nickname family. Like, our youngest sister, I've only called her Jelly Jelly Bean since before she was born. Um, Well, the interesting thing for me is the challenge of having to deal with mm-hmm. this it was hard at perceived first. controversy. It, it was hard at first because people it were saying that we were lying to yeah. our viewers, that and we were trying to be us. someone we weren't. And that's not what it was. Yeah. So that's why it made us upset at first. But did like, you, in retrospect, did you handle it correctly? No, I didn't address it for like four years just because I was like... I did. Maybe I did. I don't I remember. I addressed it that first summer. The summer after we started, summer 2009, I was interning for Seventeen Magazine in New York City. And that's the summer that hate started. Like, we didn't have it before then. Um, Because I remember I was living in New York when this hate bubble started. And when it started, it just, like, exploded. Characterize that hate bubble. What do you mean? Up until that point, we had a really amazing, amazing Like, we might have had one comment that was like, you're ugly, get off the internet. And that was, like... It you for know, like a I, year I and a half. I don't think I got a single comment like that for the first I year. Think I think I got videos. one. That, yeah, like I didn't get any. Like every comment was so nice, and we had never been exposed to hate. And it was that summer I was living in New York, and I remember starting to get the little trickles of mean mm-hmm. comments. And once they started, they just exploded. It exploded. Like it turned into this this thing where like. Everyone who ever wanted to say something mean to me saw someone else do it and said, I'm going to say something mean too. And How did you deal with that, oh, each of you? it was awful. It was yeah. awful. Like, I almost quit that summer. How bad did it get? What did you do? I mean, cried you cried a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We've cried, cried a, a lot. lot. And really considered quitting. Well, um, and it's, you have to remember, especially when... It wasn't a career at this point. We weren't really making money off of it. I mean, there was no reason to stay other than that we loved it. That it was fun to do. That's the only reason we stuck with it. And I remember I would say, like, I would go to school and I was being bullied at school because of it because I hadn't told anyone about it. And then Seventeen Magazine did an article on us that came out, like, two months before I – before summer for my sophomore year of high school. And I just – I hadn't told anyone because I – in my mind, I thought that they were going to think I was, like, trying to brag about it or something. Like, oh, like, you know, I'm doing this. and Well, and mm-hmm. also— you, But they found out anyway. You well, they don't want to talk about it until yeah. it happens, too, because it's like, well, what if it doesn't happen? Yeah. And then, and then yeah. I was like, what if I'm that girl that's like, I'm going to be in a magazine, and then it doesn't happen? And then and I was like, I don't want to brag about it anyways. But they ended up finding out, and I remember the day I walked into school, and, like, this huge group of girls came up to me, and they were like, you know, we're going to, like, beat your ass in the lunchroom. And I was like— why <laughs> like i'm that's so I scary was like, i was like okay like <laughs> i'll see you there <laughs> like 
What's going on? Anyways, Did they? They tried, yeah. But they, I put my hands up like this, and then I ran away. And then I ended up – I didn't go back to the lunchroom the entire rest of the two months. I ended up sitting in my French teacher's classroom. So I just ate alone in the classroom for the rest of the two months. And then I was allowed to come in five minutes late and leave five minutes early to go get in my car because then they would start waiting at my car. Is that what eventually led to you dropping out of high school? Well, was that related? Yeah, well, I didn't drop out of high school. I became homeschooled. Okay. So, yeah, um, my parents would have never let me drop out of high school. And I wouldn't have wanted to, you know, just for personal reasons. But I became homeschooled because of that. Yes, but also— For junior and senior year. Junior and senior year of high school, yeah. But she finished in one year. Yeah. What component of it was, I'm going to make this a career— was that even on the table yet? Or Not was yet. it just, I no. cannot be in school? No, it was, just, it was just the amount of like anxiety and fear that I had. And it's funny because actually Elle had, she wasn't living there at the time. She wasn't experiencing this with me. My mom was. But then we ended up going out to a dinner like two years later with, we have an online shop called Glitzy Glam. And we have like 10 employees for it. And we ended up taking everyone out for dinner like two years later. And our server ended up like being one of the bullies and we we ended up we left because yeah. I just like just being in her presence was hmm. just scary to me like mm-hmm. and I'm not a physical person like I remember when I came home and I was like yeah tomorrow if they come back up to me I'm gonna like go like this and my dad was like well if you do that you're gonna break your thumb so I suggest you like don't try to hit anyone <laughs> first of all everybody everybody on the internet is a target of criticism yeah mm-hmm. Uh, but do you think there's something especially about being a beauty vlogger? Yes, that and that's it, what they said. And what, and what is it specifically that you think brings well, that extra criticism? They were saying, who do you think you are trying to teach us how we should be doing like our hair and makeup? Do you think you're that pretty? Do you think you're that cool? Like all that stuff. And I was like, no, I just like it. Like, you know, but I do think that that putting yourself in that marketplace and stuff, I think that's definitely why you can get more hate Completely. for it. Completely. I believe that. And for some reason, I think Blair and I are still, like, some of the biggest hate targets in the beauty community. And the only reason I can really think why is because we were one of the first ones and we have been easy to hate on for years. We've been easy to hate we're on. We're an easy we've... target. Yeah. I mean, I would probably hate you if you weren't my sister. Thanks, Blair. <laughs> and it wasn't my life. I mean, you... <laughs> do you think there's a difference in the way you come across that invites it more. If you feel like you're getting more hate, is, that, is always, that true? I mean, in your, when I talking to, if you talk to Michelle or if you talk to the, you know, the other names that you mentioned, can you, are I you mean, able to gauge? I wouldn't know what we could do differently because we don't do anything. You know, everyone says that they get it and stuff like that. Like when we talk yeah. to them about it, but I think that just personally, looking i just feel like i feel like we're bigger targets i get it yeah maybe there's two of us maybe it's i don't i don't know i think blair gets it more than me but i think we get it more than anyone else really in the community well how do you deal with it and do is it worth it it's so worth worth it it, which is why we're still doing it six years later i just had my sixth youtube birthday woo me too yeah she did too i've noticed with prank channels they seem to be getting laughs at people's expense. You'll see that they start to do the type of pranks that say, see, I'm not that bad of a person. See how I help this person? Do you feel like that you, there's some sort of PR thing that you could do to say, I'm, you know, just kind of put yourself out there more? No. If, be- you, if you cried in a vlog and people felt, knew how it hurt you, would they lay off? Is it no, because we've kind of done that before. We've mentioned that it's it's hard before, and they're like, "Well, then why are you still doing it? Yeah, get off! Why, if you, why if are you, you can't it? take the heat, get you out of the kitchen." Hate it. Is it worth it? Yes. 
Absolutely. Without a doubt. Our lives would be so different. And it's... But that aside, I think the question really comes down to that first summer, 2009, when we first started getting hate. We weren't being paid yet. So we didn't have like, it's my career and this is my livelihood and all that argument backing it up. It was purely a question of, do we like this enough to deal with all of this hate? Mm -hmm. And we did. We stuck with it. What has been the, the net effect of dealing with that type of criticism? It's just it, now, now you've got uh, a perspective that this is just part of the deal. If we're mm-hmm. going to do this, mm-hmm. this is what we're. This is part of it. But and you've you're seen to be in a good place with how you deal with that. But it obviously has affected you in some way. Like, how do you think you're different? Because of the criticism that you've received over We've the years. We've grown a really thick skin. We've grown a thick skin, and I think it also, we are really good at pepping each other up if we see the mm-hmm. other one needs it. Like, we might joke about how, like, you know, we don't live together anymore and, like, stuff like that. Like, but we're, like, we joke about how we were bad roommates, but living together is what bonded us so much. It is, yeah. And then we can be joking, and if she's, like, I just don't feel like filming today, stuff like that. And, you know, there are times where I'm, like, then don't. Just go get Sit in the bubble and bath watch a movie. and Go get a tattoo with me. Let's get drunk. But I can also tell when there are times that we do need to push each other. And she's a really good pep talk giver. She'll come over. She'll be like, you're still pretty. I could be an inspirational speaker. One of the things that that we've noticed is that the vast majority of YouTube comments can be just frustrating. But then every once in a while, there's something that you read and you're like, I don't like that. But you know what? There's some truth in that. Mainly ones that, obviously the ones that are like, you should go kill yourself and you're so ugly, all those sort of things. Like, I'm not obviously going to listen to those, but I get a lot of constructive criticism. Like, you shouldn't pump your mascara wand like that before you put your mascara on. It puts bacteria, like, back into the tube. Like, things like that. A lot of people are like, then we'll jump on them and be like, that's so mean. Why would you say that? But then I look at it and I'm like, thank you for telling me that. So, like, constructive criticism, I definitely take away, like, a lot of good things from. But it's just the straight out mean comments. But I've also said a lot of times, I don't actually think that we should call them haters. There are haters out there. But for the most part, I feel like a lot of mean comments on YouTube are just people with different opinions that have a rude way of saying it. Or they're just having really bad days. Yeah. Or they're just unhappy people. Sprinkle of Glitter was talking to us recently, and she made a really good point. She was saying, you know, when you're having a great day and you are just, like, so happy and everything's going so well Mm -hmm. in your life, you don't find the need to be hateful. But if you're just having a really crappy day— Or if you're just a very unhappy person. And you're sitting there and you're watching and you're like, that's wrong and that's wrong and that person, like, is doing this wrong and stuff. Like, you want to— expel it tear someone down to build yourself up exactly and it is as a result so it's almost Mm -hmm. sad when you read those comments because you have to think like what are they going going yeah you you never know someone's family life and you know what six years ago when we got a mean comment it was the end of the world and now we can read 30 of the meanest comments in a row and i I yeah like they sad it's kind of sad that our skin has gotten so tough with it because it's almost like It means we've been exposed to so much hate that we're, like, numb to it now, which is actually kind of sad, but it works in our favor because we have to deal with it all the time. By virtue of the type of content you create, I mean, a lot of it is focused on how you present yourself to other people. So, it's, I mean, it's, by definition, external in a lot of ways. How do you think your content contributes to how girls think about their self-image? we're very open with our viewers. I mean, we talk about—we have— bad days and, you know, we're definitely trying to show 
confidence on the inside and the outside that we aren't doing these like makeup videos to show you how you can be prettier or something like that. We want to show you how you can enhance feel your natural prettier. Feel, yeah, like feel enhance better. Enhance your natural features and feel better. Like walk with a little more, more pep in your step. And if that doesn't give you an extra pep in your step, then you don't need then to spend why an extra wake 30 up an minutes. hour and a half early because yeah. I certainly wouldn't. Yeah. I feel better when I'm wearing makeup. But I yeah, like it genuinely makes me like just have a better day. It does. Yeah. Yeah. And that might be we frivolous wanna, like, and, teach like, people stupid how to, to say, but, like... Well, I think it's a personality thing. Not yeah. every girl that exists out there is going to watch our videos and feel like, if I spend an hour doing that every day, I feel like my life would be happier. But it really does make every aspect of my day I, like, love happier. getting up in the morning yeah. and making a cup of coffee and, like, doing my hair and makeup. It's well, my hour of, Well, the hair and makeup is like, fun, first of all. Yeah. But then you feel confident all day. Yeah. Even if you don't look that good that day. I mean... Sometimes we do our makeup and we still don't look that good. But it's not about how you look as much as, like, you feel like, okay. And it's like a routine. I put my hour in and now I feel I look the best I can. I'm like Superman with my little costume on. I would imagine that you get criticism on what you're focusing so much on the external. What about what about the inside? Yeah, but you know, the thing I, is, you know, I don't really get that. I don't, I yeah. don't really get that either. And, you know, we could do videos where we talk about like the charities that we donate to and stuff like that. We don't because that is something that we feel like if you were to do that, like it's just kind of showing like, oh, look how good of a person I am. I actually don't really get criticism for yeah, that. And I really, yeah, I don't really get that. Having established yourself uh, with the type of content that you do, do you ever feel like trapped by the genre? Do you want to try other things? Yeah, but No, we, because we can. we can do anything, yeah. Because we do do what we want to do. Like, if we want a daily vlog, we daily vlog. If we want to do a book review, we do that. If we want to do a video that's 30 seconds long on my cat running around, I put that on the internet. And, and I'm how, not, how do people respond to that? They love it. Yeah. Because from the very beginning, we've done that, though. We've never yeah. put ourselves just we've in a makeup box. We've never pigeonholed ourselves into yeah. one type of video. We've always been a little bit more like just anything in Ellen Blair's world that we want to put on there, we do. So so you do but. have the freedom to create different types of content or yeah. different types of videos that you can connect with your audience in different ways. Oh, you said earlier, I could be a motivational speaker. You know, when you were talking about how when, when Blair needs that pep talk and you're there for each other to deal with that, has anyone prescribed to you, you know what, you should also make videos that address the internal? I've been requested to do advice videos before. And the reason that I haven't done them is because I just feel like who am I to really give them advice on the inside? I don't know. It's kind of one of those like, who am I to give them advice on the outside either? I don't know. But if they want to learn from me how I put on my makeup, like, I'll teach them that. I just feel like giving advice on how someone should live their life, I almost feel like I don't have the authority to do that. Unless I knew them in real life and I knew their situation. But that's why I've never done it. I just feel like, who am I to sit there and be giving advice We've videos? also been really careful from the very beginning. We've always said, you know, we've never had any sort of professional training on this or anything. Like, this is how we do it. This mm -hmm. isn't maybe how you're supposed to do it. We might do it really wrong. Yeah. And we're not the best. We've never yeah. been the best. We've never claimed to be the best. We in never fact, will be the best. No. On the internet, there's there's this value of being transparent, and the more you can connect with your audience, the more people eat that type of stuff up. Uh, there's certainly people of all ages who are just gushing about whatever their opinions are and their perspectives. Yeah. Um, but there may be people who are thinking, when you give advice about the external, there is an opportunity to be honest about 
what's going on on the inside too. If your self-image is not tied up totally in how effective your makeup makes you happy, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I guess I'm asking the question, is there more to the picture of what makes up your personal self-image that there might be potential for you to share that with your audience just as food for thought? Not, yeah. okay, here's my advice of how you should view yourself. I mean, we try to put a little bit of that in our videos, but I think... As of now, we're not doing like full videos focused on that. We could, but we just haven't yet. I guess it would require a number of things, not the least of which is a vulnerability that is your right to not not have to go there. Yeah. I guess I was curious if you ever got that feedback. People said, well, you've got these girls watching you and they're eating up all of your advice related to makeup. Anything you say, they're going to they're gonna take it to heart. So give me that motivational speech about... I mean, what I matters it. is your what matters is what's on the inside. I've talked to them before kind of loosely about like the bullying thing and I gave a little bit of advice on that and I did get a good feedback of people saying like I didn't even realize I was a bully that like what I was saying could mm-hmm. be hurting someone in that way and stuff. So I think we do little things like that but I mean, yeah, no, we haven't done like full videos on Yeah, and I think and, you bring up a good point with the privacy thing for me is I've never Really, I've never talked about relationships. I've never really brought friendships into my YouTube channel. And I I would have never brought my family into it was it not for this one doing it first. Mm-hmm. It's hard because it's like if I was just beauty and fashion, then I could say, well, I've always just said I'm only going to do beauty and fashion. But that's not true because I kind of do anything I want if I want to put up a video of my cat. It's hard. I don't really know where the line is, even for myself. That's I've always just kind of been a little bit of an open book. Yeah. <laughs> Except lately, I haven't been putting relationships online because after I did that the first time, it yeah, I yeah, told well, her, let's, let's I talk told about her not that. to. <laughs> relationships. So the, yes, with Sawyer, that's what you're yeah. referring to. Yeah. So in retrospect, well, what I would mean, you have done differently? Well, what Sawyer happened? Well, Sawyer wasn't a YouTuber when they first started dating, first of all. I mean, I didn't even tell him I was a YouTuber. I told him I worked in beauty marketing because... That's kind of our go-to if someone's not in the YouTube space. So you started dating him and then you got, so you got him, you got Sawyer Harmon into YouTube? Yes. Oh yeah, he hadn't done it for like the first six months of us dating or something. So you're still friends? Uh, Yeah. Oh, mm. or. Okay. I mean, yeah, we, we just did a collab video together where he, uh, he spit a lot of water in my face. How was that? I was sick for a week afterwards, so. Gross. Yeah, it was, (laughs) yeah, it wasn't. From him. I mean, I don't know if it was from him, but I was sick for a week after. Yeah, draw your own conclusion. Mine was gross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, uh, you He know, was carrying something. That's what I thought. Elle, Elle told me, you know, be careful putting, like, a relationship like that I'll online. I'll tell you this. I've never openly talked about any relationship I've been in in the six years I've been on YouTube. In fact, a lot of my viewers are convinced I've never had a boyfriend. Or a lesbian. Which is very— or, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, which is very untrue. Just a little bit of searching, I find that, okay, they say you've got a boyfriend. I, I do have a boyfriend And you're currently. in his videos. and I mean, she tries to be very private about her. Okay, that's a weird exception because he's also public. But I will say that we kept things very hush-hush for a very, very long time. I don't know. Anyway, um, but I'm talking about back when she was with Sawyer. At this point, I had had three boyfriends in that time period, none of which I had breathed a word about on YouTube. So when she started dating Sawyer, he wasn't a YouTuber. He wasn't in the world. Well, and I did not tell YouTuber Twitter about him. He did. So I'll just throw okay, that out I don't there. remember that. All I remember he, is giving her advice 
to keep it off the internet because that's how I had done it, and that was just my big sister advice. And it was really and my now first, you're like, trying real to take that advice now, but it's difficult. Okay, but the music video thing was done as a that was yeah that was just that a was friend just thing. a friend thing. It's complicated. Oh, and, and that turned into a relationship for a very long time. You make a music video with somebody, and next thing you know, you're. Is more serious. We have a really right? long history, me and him. We've been friends for a very, very long time. I was in his music video as a a friend. As a maid. As, yeah, <laughs> as a maid. As a maid that makes out with him. I, I was his friend in that music video. Okay. I thought it was a documentary. I'm sorry. <laughs> now, but now, it's interesting because we have talked to many people at this table about, the, about this issue, right? This whole relationships and YouTube and you had there's this weird thing because as YouTubers we're all more open uh, with our personal lives than a typical celebrity would be, right? Right. But at the same time, you usually know more about celebrity relationships than you do with YouTubers because they tend to be more restrictive about that particular part of their lives. Do you feel like there is? I mean, just like Link said, I mean, you a little bit of searching and you can find out what everybody is saying about your current relationship. Yeah, and that's the first time that you've ever been able to really do that with Elle, with the exception of, like, one person. Because I have always dated people completely out of the public eye. So it's very easy to keep it completely secretive when the other person isn't a YouTuber or a celebrity. Yes. They're just normal people. Every single boyfriend I've had in the past, you can't find any pictures because I have a personal Facebook that's private. Are you concerned about that relationship now that— it's public. I mean, it's public, but it's still very private. Like, they don't really know. I've never confirmed it. Yeah. I think you just confirmed it. it. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, you haven't confirmed it. Yeah, I've never That's confirmed fair. it. That's fair. We'll okay. go with that. Well, and then I think, like, with Sawyer, he kind of claimed himself. I remember when he tweeted something that was like, yes, for those asking, I am dating at Juicy Star 007. And I remember thinking, you have like seven followers and not a single one asked you that. So I don't know how. I looked at all of their Twitter pages. I was no like, one asked I'm you that. pretty sure no one had any idea. But then he did decide to start a YouTube channel and he's done very well with it. I will say he has worked very hard yeah. to get it where it is. Yeah. But since then, because I've had that public relationship since trying to date, then and I'm single right now, painfully. And so if you guys like know anyone, like I'm I'm single and ready to mingle, you know. <laughs> we get it, Blair. Noted. <laughs> fertile. Uh, uh, I'm very fertile. Uh oh. I think. I, mean, I don't know. But you I might get a few tweets for that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I have childbearing hips. I mean, I'm just saying, like I would. You want to start a family. I do, yeah. <laughs> Immediately. Actually. Yeah, I do. Yesterday. But anyways. Trying to date you really since do? then. Yeah. Yeah. She like it's can't really think weird. straight right now. It's like <laughs> really odd that I've like I honestly believe I was put on this earth to be a mother. And you want to get wife. pregnant? Oh yeah, she does. I mean, yeah, I want to oh, be yeah. married first. But She's like, wanted to be pregnant for like when years. I like when my mom got pregnant. I was only nine years old, <laughs> yeah. and I remember being wow. really jealous. Yeah. I'm not sure I knew where babies came from, but like I was really upset that she was pregnant, and like, I wasn't. The store hadn't brought her a baby. Right. Yeah. You're still getting a lot of tweets at this point. But they're from a different demo. Yeah. Okay. I all I'm saying is you that might have some volunteers. If you guys That's know anyone saying. single that is actually a good person? We'll talk after. Good father. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, well, like would be a good father. I mean, or like that's, cute. That's like, like my cute number. Jeans. That's like my number one thing. Like when I go on a first date, I scare so many guys away because I she ask does. them, I'm like, "Do you want kids?" Oh, and then she says, "When?" And do they're you want like, kids? "You realize you're 21," and I'm like, 
Um, yeah, let's say you met, you went on a date, blind date with someone tomorrow night. Okay. Give me a time. Give me a timeline. Yeah, I still have Because I can't, I can't figure out if you're being serious yet. It's not on a Give me the for reals in her bedroom. Timeline. First date tomorrow night with Jake. Let's call him Jake. Okay. Um, you know, it would probably be a little while until we became boyfriend, girlfriend, like probably like two months is right. Right. Less for you. Are you kidding? So say like two months. This is going to be really creepy. Um, then I want to date for about two years before we get engaged. So say it's August 1st. So two months will be, it's not August 1st, but let's say it is. Okay. Uh, October. Okay. October 1st. October 1st. So then we could get engaged like fall of 2016. And then I need a year to be engaged, but I could I could take it down a couple months if I wanted to get married in seven. And then yeah. nine and then, months after that. No, no, <laughs> I don't baby. I don't want a honeymoon baby. I would I would want to be married for at least a year before I get pregnant and just like travel with my husband and stuff. So realistically You're be like thirty. Yeah. No, realistically, I'm not gonna be having my first baby until like twenty six if I met someone tomorrow night. So that's why I'm saying like I really need to get on this because okay. it's already been since right. I was like nine years you old. You should just go on married at first sight. Uh, so L well, how do you feel? Yeah. Um, how do how do you relate to this? What what's your what's your uh baby making plan? I definitely we, want kids. I want yeah. like three or four, but I am I don't have a timeline like she does. Okay. You're gonna just let it happen. Yeah, yeah. I I've never been that kind of person. She's always been that kind of person. That's I've like, always been that I mean kind it'll of happen. Like I've had my life planned since I was like nine. Yeah. I just and think this it will was happen. not in the cards, guys. Like I should be married by now, actually. Well, listen, uh, we wish you the best in that, <laughs> and in general, your quest. I, you know, uh, it, it's been really cool getting to know you and being let behind the curtain of uh, beauty vlogging guru. Yeah, dumb. Is it the weird du- having us on here? No, it's great. We had the double sided tape pulled back and. Well, now and now you need to sign the table. Thanks for coming in. Awesome. I Thank you. you. There it was, our conversation with the Fowler sisters, Elle and Blair. I gotta say, uh, I'm not feeling too good about this makeup situation. I'm talking about our personal makeup situation. Oh, you're still, you're the still whole back time, there. Yeah, the, the whole time uh, we talked to them, after they mentioned the bacteria-laden pad that we've been applying to each other's faces. Not just to <laughs> our faces, but we've been sharing Well, it. I've been applying it to my own face. We don't like reach across and like... Apply to each other's face. I'm not your makeup artist and vice versa. But I think it's important to note that we've been doing that for years. Not not with the same makeup. I mean, this this particular pad that we've been sharing for <laughs> is probably this is probably a three or four month pad. Could have been a year, man. But maybe I don't it. know. But I'm I'm saying even back in the early days of uh, high digital eight cameras when we knew that we weren't supposed to be shiny and we went to Cur Car Drug and Rite Aid and and, and got some makeup. Mm-hmm. We've been sharing. We've been sharing some makeup, brother. It, yeah, we might need to rethink that. And I remember going there to have to to buy like a replacement. It's like, well, what shade do you get? Well, I got the tan summer shade, and then I got the winter paler shade. Yeah, right. And but I still cannot make sense. And what do you do? Because I mean, you're you in the women's your face, section. You put your face up next to it and guess. Are you do, if you match? <laughs> yeah, we but, we know so little, but we but there's we, not a and there's not a men's makeup section. Just you know, for like hair dye. There's a just for men yeah, section. Yeah, there needs to be a and, man's makeup section. And it probably works no different than the women's hair dye, but they just market it to men and they put it on a different aisle so that men don't crap their pants when they have to make a decision well, it, about it, coloring their all, hair. You know, it, for men, it needs to be the makeup section needs to be way smaller 
and it just needs to be, of course, yeah. it needs to be this machine that you walk up to and it takes a picture of your face and then it just tells you what you're supposed to get. That should be in LA. I mean, with all the guys wearing makeup out here, <laughs> there should be like a, like a red box for men's makeup. Boy, we I should. don't think you can justify more than that, but it's like a but photo booth. But it needs booth. to be a booth that you can't see a guy in there because it'd be ashamed. It's like going, like going to a strip club or something. <laughs> yeah. There's like a, a wall that you have to park behind yeah, or something. Yeah, right, yeah. So you park behind a wall and then you get in a booth and get makeup. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, uh, we'll continue to work on that. The Fowler sisters are going to continue to work on uh, this beauty and fashion empire that they have created. Yeah, let them know what you think of the Ear Biscuit. Tweet at them, L Fowler, and Blair's is Juicy Star 007. Uh, so let them know what you think. Hashtag Ear Biscuits. Also, let us know. Yes, and uh, we look forward to you being with us next week. We do not wear makeup while we do Ear Biscuits. I do want to make that clear uh, because you don't see us. And uh, I have not an ounce of makeup on right now. Proud to say it, and proud to say I won't next week. <laughs>